This is Relop. This is what happened last time. After burying the bounty hunters on our way back to Fire's Heart, I used the orb to scry on the whereabouts of my lost brother, Dimble. I found him in a dark place hooked up to a machine alongside a dragonkin and a mutilated elf. We got back into town, and while the rest of the party re-equipped themselves, and Merc studied with Kagram Disram, I went in search of the wizard Pogben, to no avail, and then to the stores of knowledge, in search of quick passage to Rontaman, where I think he may be. As I left the stores in frustration, the skeletal army, organized by undead knights, attacked from the lake to the south. I assisted the party in defeating some of them, including one of their commanders, and as the group helped clean things up at the docks, I returned to the stores and cast a spell, entering Dimble's dreams. I surrounded him in images of our home in the border wood, and I tried to speak to him, but all he could do was scream. So I've stayed here, with him, in his dream, for as long as I can. Sitting in the stars of knowledge at this table that's got sand sort of poured on it and sort of finger marks all through it kind of swirled around. And you've been sitting with Relop for a long time as he's been in this kind of dream state. And for the last half hour, you've been picking little trinkets out of your pockets and pouches. And you're just sort of lining them up in the sand in front of you. You found a little dangly earring that looks like a tongue of fire. You found a, a little pointy stone game piece, a small crosshair patch, some sort of snake fang, a tiny tin bell, and a used tea candle. You've just got them all sort of lined up across the table. I don't want to cut away from you. Then you're cutting away. Yeah, that'd be a fun little intro. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. Hulk, you're sitting at the play. It actually is going. They had they called it a matinee, but it was later in the day than you would expect a matinee to be. It has begun, and you've been excited about it. You were correct. He's not dead. Yeah, call it. <laughs> There's a little bit of a break in between. They'll be back, and you're kind of sitting there excited about what's going to happen next. There have been a couple of fanboys in and out, or fangirls in and out, and... Some of the seats change. You know, people are going to the outhouses. And a couple of people sit down. One of them is High Orc, like yourself. He's bald, and he's got kind of dark caramel-colored skin and sort of an extra big jaw. And then on the other side, he's a little bald gnome, and Mm. you kind of recognize him. And the High Orc says, So you're waning over here. Tells us that you took care of those bounty hunters that were after you and your group. I could neither confirm nor deny any sort of situation with said bounty hunters. People have been paying attention to your group. I don't know if you recognize that, but we have reason to believe that you are leaving town soon. And we also have reason to believe that you can take care of yourself, whether or not you want to confirm it. Again, I could neither confirm nor deny, but you have my interest. Our boss was wondering if you'd be willing to transport something for us. Ah, see, now that's a sticky situation, because we kind of have our own agendas, Mm. and being somebody's mail carrier is 
not really high on my priority list. There's gold in it for you. How much gold are we talking? We could walk you out of here with 80 gold right now, and we could double that when you got to Bronzeman and passed off the product. And are you going to indicate to me what I'm going to be carrying, or is it one of these, we're not going to tell you, you just need to take package A to destination B? Oh, you've done this before. I could neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> it's packaged about the size of your fist. Okay. It's mostly correspondence. Yeah. The little guy says, mostly. He kind of smiles. Hmm. And where would I be picking up said package? We'll just give it to you. You guys don't happen to uh, drink at the Rune Gate frequently, do you? We might. You've been. We know. Happen to have a room there, or had a room there. Yeah, had a really nasty dwarf infestation, though. Kept me up all night. Tell you what, let me think on it. Let's watch this last act together. Kind of looks at you inside. I don't know if I can handle that. Really? I think you should enjoy a little culture while I contemplate this uh, business arrangement. And at the end of this culture... You'll decide whether or not? Yeah. Is there anything to drink? How much of my bottle of wine is still left? Oh, I think you probably need another bottle of wine. I will order two. You left it with the fanboy before the fight. Yeah, I will order two. I'll wave down someone and two more bottles. They kind of thank you for it. You know, it started off a little odd, you know, but they relatively comfortable sitting there. You don't really feel intimidated, really, even Um, though you think that they probably could hold their own. While they drink, I'm just going to also keep an eye on, like, their behavior. Like, if they seem overly nervous or, like, relatively calm, like, this is just, like, a common request thing that they generally do to people that travel. Okay. I'll roll your inside. Natural 20. Oh, oh you got yeah. the right one. <laughs> Which will bring me right. to 25 total. You definitely think that the professional here is the high orc. Mm-hmm. And the, the gnome mm-hmm. is sort of along for the ride. Maybe you're learning the ropes to a certain degree. From what you guys had seen before, he seemed like a little bit of an outdoorsy type. And so he's not as comfortable in in the city as this guy is. You actually get a glimpse of an accent with the high orc that makes you wonder if maybe he didn't originate in Princeholm. Interesting. So I'm assuming the rest of the act is enjoyable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For you, maybe. For me, maybe. Um, <laughs> what's, actually, what's funny is there is a point in it where, because it's a little bit of a comedy as well, and a little drama, and there is a point where they spit out their, both of them spit out their line and slap the shoulders <laughs> of the people next to them. It, it's really obnoxious compared to the way everybody else is acting. All right. I'm starting to like these people. <laughs> so uh, at the conclusion, yeah, I'll agree to it. Where do I need to take this? The package actually has a name on it. You know, it's addressed to someone. Okay. It says Guildmaster Egger Bodkin. He says you're looking for the Thieves' Guild. Okay. I don't necessarily always get along with these people. This is just a delivery, right? I'm just dropping it off. Just a delivery. Okay, because if it's not, I will be coming back. From what I hear, Bronson and the Thieves' Guild is not going to be what you expect it to be anyway. You'll probably just do fine. Okay. Just letting you know, if I'm unhappy, I'm definitely going to come back and uh, address some issues. Oh, we'll be right here, first row. Ah, <laughs> oh, great. Cool. Keep me updated. 
They said 80 gold? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I will... They say uh, two bags. Okay. And yeah, and then I'll load package into my pack. Give the high orc a nice pat on the side of the face. See you next time. I'll pat the gnome on the top of his head. Don't worry, I'm sure this guy's going to train you well. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And then just out the door. What did you do, Hulk? What did you do? I'm waiting for this to blow up in his face for 80 gold. It's going to blow up in all of our faces. Yeah, I mean, true. honestly, the 80 gold <laughs> is pretty trivial. It's just more for the life experience. Oh, I know. <laughs> you step out into the street, and there are people, basically at this point, they're just sort of cleaning up. There were bones everywhere from the battle before, and they've kind of spent some time securing the place, but you know, it looks like they're, it's almost custodial work right. for a lot of people at this point. There are actually a couple of tribal types. They, you know, they look you know, a lot like they can't be. They don't have the birds. Most of them have like a rifle on their back, and they do have white paint like the, the other tribe that, that you would run into. But some of the markings and things, you just think there's something else, and, and you have seen some tribals in town, and so you think it's whatever tribe is kind of west of here. But a lot of them are actually going through the bones and collecting. Okay. I'm actually going to walk up to one that's like collecting or seems to have a pretty sizable collection. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. What's the, what, what are you guys collecting this stuff for? Different reasons. I'm an alchemist. Ogavi over there is a bow maker. We have ways that we could use these materials. Really? You do notice too that they have, they use a lot of bone in like their, the handles of their weapons and mm. things like that. So you just collect bones from undead and from the area, or...? We just use materials when we can. They've given us permission to go through the, because we're willing to take some of the product away. They're just going to throw it into the lake. Interesting. Have a great day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you turn around and you see Zan is coming down the street, and she's kind of been helping with a little bit of the cleanup as well, along with Max, who's on the other side of, of the road, and there's several other people. Citizenry, too, is not just the clergy or anything like that, but it seems like everybody sort of grabbed a broom and tried to clean up the mess. You know, they had fires to put out. Um, Most of the fires are out. It's just a smolder from here and there. I'm going to do my part, air quotes. I'm going to just start kind of kicking some bones into the piles. I'm just going to shuffle it around. Okay. Then you can see him over there doing a little shuffle dance in the in the bones. She kind of shakes her head and makes her way over that direction. Wonderful contribution. Thank you. Doing what I can. <laughs> Did she make you citizen of the year? They have that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <sighs> Did you watch the play again? Yeah, it was a new act. It's fantastic. And that guy's still Not lit. dead. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> you should be writing these yourself. <sighs> I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go back into the goodly gear. I'm buying a notebook. Okay. All right. Whatever the cost in the player's handbook would be okay. for a book. I bet it's, it's probably 20 to 50 gold or something, right? Like, you know, it's not cheap. Paper's not cheap, but it's no, fine. Well, you just you got, got handed 80. You have some spending money now. I got some pocket money. You should have given him exactly enough. Yeah, just what it costs for a notebook. Perfect. Done. Can I interest you in a quill? It's corollary between acts. That's no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> you have one already, don't you? Charcoal. Did you nab it out of the air from Cogger Dissum's place? Oh, yeah. 
Did you yeah. really grab a quill? He yeah. grabbed a quill. That's funny. When he was walking around <laughs> with uh, a Oh, yeah, I did. One quill for Parker. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, metagame reminders yeah, that you have a quill. You start to walk away, <laughs> and they're like, ink. Ink wells. That's how they're going to get you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's salespeople here. They are. They are. They will upsell you. No, I don't need the protection plan. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, goodness. Ink is 10 gold per Okay, ounce. never mind. I put it all back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> too expensive of a proposition. Yep. Yep. I'm not spending that much gold for additional work. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to take it from somebody else later. <laughs> so do you come back like five minutes later yep. with nothing? With nothing. <laughs> Comes back like, uh, never mind. Uh, all right. Deciding not to be a writer today? Nah, nah. I'll wait for the inspiration to hit me first. Where are you going now? Are you staying at the stables? That's right. He wasn't going to let us stay in the house. No, I'm going to the Blessed and Barrel. I'm going to get a real bed to sleep in. Hmm. That sounds like a good idea. Where are you staying? I don't know. It depends on how long they need me working out here. You can only do so much. Probably should get some rest. I'll sleep eventually, just when they don't need me anymore. Yeah, 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 my dad. Blah, 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 sleep when I'm dead, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm going to be at Blessed and Barrel. Uh, I'll try to find you there later. Sure. All right. Should All I right. go back to work? All right. Walk up. Blessed and Barrel. Huh? Uh, in the Blessed and Barrel, there's a lot of people. It's party time in Perianville because the, the big feast is tomorrow. All right. Tater is behind the bar, and he's got kind of a crowd around it. And Leo Vidium is kind of wandering the place a little bit, checking out. You know, people are simply people are playing cards, and he likes to be a presence and things like that. First of all, I'm going to go up and request a room. Okay. Hopefully they have one. They're plumb out. Wow, I guess I'm sleeping in the state tonight. Can we get you a drink? Yeah, I'm going to need a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got that will... Help me think that sleeping in a barn is a good idea. He says, well, I got a little something, but you don't need to do anything this evening, do you? Mm. I got a spirit that came, comes from the Mountain Kingdom, and they call it Tickle Brain. <laughs> it'll, Soul. It'll put you to sleep wherever you want to go. Okay. Give me a flask of that, because I'm going to take that with me. You got the flask, or are you buying the flask, too? I'll buy the flask, too. And then I'll just have a couple spirits, some of the fire water. Um, uh, you just spend, including the flask, two gold. Pretty okay. solid flask, you know, nothing just super uh, fancy. But I am set. I will, uh, I'll play a few hands of cards. Any major gambling? Do we need to roll something out? Nah, I'm feeling charitable, so I will just throw a few hands. Give a little boost to the economy. Okay. Go with, say, another like, ten gold, so... Filter it out, and then once that's gone, I will head back to the stable. Merc, back at the Disser Manor, you feel like you've made a, some real progress today. Like you are starting to get some of the stuff that was giving you trouble earlier. Cogram's being a little nicer to you. Pit's standing a little further away, which is always a good sign. Kind of giving you a little space. Sometimes he gets a little crowdy when, as soon as he sees that his master is irritated, he kind of thinks he needs to come get close to you for some reason. One of the things that's a little bit scary about, because you're not actually sitting here like doing a bunch of reading of the book, but you're using pieces of the book in the teachings. And so 
this notion that your brother's kind of had this shadow over him all of his life doesn't surprise you necessarily. Absolutely not. But at the same time, some of the images that you get are almost haunting. It doesn't probably forgive him or condone him or anything like that, but you're getting some weird insights into the fact that this guy never had a chance, which breaks your heart kind of more for your family than for him. Yeah, seems to have stepped full into the role now. Guess I never really did think about it from his point of view. Tiger kind of says, I'm sorry, what are you saying? We need to, we need to get on this. And is it a slave driving you a little more? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> then back in the streets, your job seems to be coming to a close, at least with the cleanup help that you've been doing. There haven't been any stragglers. They've been, they were cleaned up hours ago. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they have gotten most of the paladin back on their feet. They've really expended a lot of reagents, you know, gems and, mm-hmm. and dust and all that kind of stuff. And so they're definitely going to, if anything big happens soon, like there might be some major problems. Mm-hmm. Max is basically, I mean, he just looks like beaten. Like, and you kind of feel that way too. Like you're just exhausted. You, this has been hard labor for the past, you know, you went from fighting to cleaning up and, and fighting fires and all kinds of kind of got soot all over your hands and the front of your armor needs to needs a good polish. <laughs> what time is it now? I'm gonna say that we're we're basically approaching dinner time. It's getting well into fall and so sun's on its way down, it's getting dark relatively early nowadays. Did we finish this street? She'll kinda of go over to him and whoever else is around him. Yeah, I think we're I think we're about ready for a little respite well. Maybe some others take over. Okay. Um, did they use, like, did they resurrect anybody? Were they, I was yeah. like, you mentioned the, you mentioned the yeah, spells so and stuff. things like some of their diamond, you know, like cool. a lot of the mineral components that they have yeah. in town, and they've, they've really used up a lot today. And he kind of has referenced that, like, well, we're going to have to get shipments. Like, the, the Mountain Kingdom seems to be where they get their things. Yeah. They've got this relationship with the dwarves. But he does mention that, you know, if something major hits us, we might end up in some dire straits. So it's time to start working that. I'll probably go back to Indigo and make sure she's clear on that. I have some diamonds. Do you need more? I don't want you to leave anybody down. We know you're leaving. We don't want to be taking your supplies from you. Would Rontaman not have some? They probably would. That's all I'm saying. We, of course, buy them from you. If you insist. Okay. So she'll sell the diamonds that she has? Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> but she would offer. She has a, a 1,000 gold one, and then she has the three 300 gold piece ones for raised dead. Okay. So it would be 1,900. Okay, you want to sell all of it? What do they want? All of it? Do they need it for backups? He would like, if you would be willing, he doesn't want to take the ability away from you. So basically, you've got those two extras Mm-hmm. He would be more than willing to find a way to get this, okay. the church to buy those two extra sets, but leaving you with one, one, of, each. one of each. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She would sell the 600 gold pieces worth to him okay. or to okay. the church. So She'll just, just give it to him for now and okay. however she gets the money later. So you see her like working through the different pouches and pulling out the various mm-hmm. diamonds that she has them all segmented sure. out. He's, he he kind of says, like, let's bring them to the chapel and okay. we can leave it with them. Sure. What else are you going to do at the chapel? Well, we have diamonds, so, you know. She's going to the chapel to get married? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're all going to get together in the morning. She'd be like, 
Hi, guys. I got hands. <laughs> not even saying anything, just showing Check the hand it. off. I'm not going on any more adventures. That was, that was what the bling was all about. Like, That's he, all it was. He wanted diamonds just so he could propose. He like, yeah, we got to <laughs> resurrect some people. <laughs> I don't care about people. Put it in a ring. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. If you like it, then you should put a ring on it. All right. Mm. So, yeah, we'll make our way. To the church, if that's where he's going. Yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah. going to go in and just make sure he can talk to. I want to um, make sure Indigo is doing well as well. You think he's going to go towards the chapel, but right. instead he actually heads north and they head towards. It seems like he's going to the stores. Okay, but if you remember the stores, there's two wings that come off yep. of it. Yep. One of them is effectively the rectory, the, mm-hmm. and the other is the secondary school. Mm-hmm. And so he actually brings you to the rectory, which you haven't seen okay. before. Uh, and so they check go. It out. Just stone buildings, and it's definitely a newer construction than some of the other stuff. They must have added it afterwards. You can tell from some of the some of the styles and the the joints, and just it just doesn't look the same. Some of the older buildings, but they go into a room. You know, they, it looks a little dungeonous in a sense because everything's with fire instead of with the light spell, which you're used to. Mm-hmm. And they go to a room which is really modest. It's just a little cell, and it's apparently Indigo's room. And there's Chasen is standing there at the door. Sure. Watching guard. And he basically says, Brother Chasen. And Chasen kind of like looks at both of you and sort of steps out of the way for a second. Zan will nod to him but not say anything else. And the room's lit with fire. Firelight on her face as she lays there. She's just getting some rest. They, they patch her up pretty good. She's mm-hmm. doing okay, but she just needed some sleep. And she sits up and kind of tossles with her hair and gets it out of her face a little bit. So we have a secure city, and Max nods his head. I believe so. Our Lucite companion here, she offered to donate, but I think we can probably purchase some reagents and diamonds and, and such for replenish our supplies. We used a lot keeping some of our people together. And she says, well, I appreciate that. Thank you, Zanafia. She'll nod slash bow. To her, but not say anything. She's going to stand kind of behind Max. Let Max be the spokesperson. She says, I will uh, send a quick sending over to Thurman. You can just bring it to the stores, and they'll take care of it, and they can compensate you. Very well. How are you feeling, High Priestess? Well, I feel like, I feel like I'm getting to be an old woman. That's how I feel, but I'm sure I'll be better in the morning. Are you going to get some sleep? Is there anything else your city requires? I think the city needs some sleep. And today that includes you. By your command, I will. We do appreciate your help in in these times. I know that you have run into some issues in this place. It seems that they've taken care of themselves. Before you give me much information, know that I don't need it. But I'm glad to see you're well. And I assume your companions are all well too. We had to get uncivilized. Well, I'm sorry for that. As am I. Front to your life. Thank you for your advice. You're leaving town, I've been told. Uh, Brother Torian here. She almost says Max, but she goes, Brother Torian says he's going to assist us in teleporting to Rottoman tomorrow. We are waiting for a mercenary to finish his education on the cipher, as we discussed. He's currently working with Cogrim Distrum, and as far as I understand, he's going to be staying with him all night if it takes... Whenever he's finished, we will prepare as soon as possible and teleport away and take the eye with us. That wizard in Rontaman is a little bit hard to find and hard to figure sometimes. 
if you've known a few wizards, you know they're all a little bit cagey. At least that's my experience. Zan kind of closes her eyes and smiles at that a little bit. Yes, I. that has been my experience. Do you have any idea how we can contact him quickly? I would hate to have some sort of other undead invasion happen in Rontanen. Right. I think one thing that Rontanen has going for it is that I don't think that there's a lot of buried nearby. The ancients used to bury the, their bodies. Before we started burning as Pyrians, they would bury all over down there. Meridor is a, is a haven for, for bones laying everywhere. Rontanen has been burning their dead you know, since anybody can remember. And so there isn't as big a vein to tap, I guess. I've never been to the city, of course. Do you have any advice as to what to do when we get there? Just expect it to be different than what you're used to. The gnomes are quirky, but the neurons and the gnomes make them look normal. Assuming some sort of incredible chaos, <laughs> who's in actually in charge of the city? Right now, his name is Mayor Indoor Knob. Indoor Knob? Mm-hmm. N-O-B, last name. Okay. Does he have a particular religion, or is he just... There's some Purians in that town. There are also some followers of the fallen god Fulgum. Uh, I don't think there's an established church there, but I know that they exist. But I don't think that he's especially religious. A lot of those Ronson gnomes, it's not part of their making. And is Mayor not the person we would speak to regarding Renwell? I think he'd be a good bet. There's a bunch of guilds in that town, and I couldn't begin to tell you the names of anybody that's in charge there, but a lot of the guilds hold a lot of power, and so mm-hmm. being nice to those that are part of those guilds might help you, mm-hmm. but right. I don't have a lot of first-hand knowledge. I was there once as a young girl, but it's been a long time. We typically, when we deal with Ronson, if we deal with anybody face-to-face, they usually come here. Makes sense. Gnomes like the water sometimes, where we maybe stay put a little more. Otherwise, I, I can't think of anything else. I won't take up any more of your time when you need your rest. Well, safe travels if I don't see you before you go. Sounds like it might happen quick. Uh, we'll have to come to the stores to do it, I think. So we'll try to see you before then if we can. Max chimes in and says, Actually, I'm just going to dig up the sequence for you, and then your mage can do it when he needs oh, to. Great, I'll come with you. If you do that in the stores, you'll have to leave your horses behind. I'm assuming you're going to try to bring some mounts with you, things like that. Can we do that through teleportation circles? I'm not familiar enough with the magic. I believe so. I think it just opens up a hole and whatever can walk through within a certain amount of time. Oh. That's my understanding of it. Okay. Then yes, we'll try to bring our horses. It'd be worth not having to sell and rebuy new mounts. Huh? He turns to the High Priestess and says, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. High Priestess, we will see you in the morning. I'm going to get some rest. I think this lady here is. And... We'll get them off as soon as their pupil's ready, whatever he's working on. I'll make my way over to Indigo and kind of reach out a hand and just say, Hi, Priestess, if I don't see you again, thank you for all of your help. She takes your hand and then she puts her other hand on top and says, I, I appreciate that, young lady. And then she'll just leave with Max and we'll make our way to the stores to figure out the sequence. Okay. It's fully dark out now. And uh, all the fires are going. There's still the bonfires for the festival. And there's quite a few people around. It's a little thinner than it was previously, maybe because of the troubles today. There are a few burnt out 
largely like outbuildings, you know, that because we established most most things are stone, and so a lot of the fires that started didn't really take out anything huge, but a lot of little shacks had been put up or wagons brought in for the festival, and those all went up. One of the docks is down, and as you walk up to the stores, the sentries there basically get the heck out of the way because it's Max that's coming up. <laughs> He's the head of the order of fire. And as you walk in, you see Lucan sitting at this table with Relop in some sort of trance. There's sand on the table, little trinkets kind of in a line. Zan's eyes kind of narrow. Um, where are you going? I'm sorry. Kind of distracted by it. To Max. She's Max. asking Max, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go find that sequence. If you want to stay here with your brother, I'll be back. Yeah, I have to figure out what this is. I'll, I'll be right here. She just kind of lets him go. Yep, walks off. Different brothers of the Order of Knowledge mm-hmm. kind of working here or there. It looks pretty normal in here. So yeah, she'll walk up and kind of tap Lucan on the shoulder if he's distracted or whatever he's oh. doing. Hey, hey, Zan, how you doing? Hi. What What are you doing here? What is What is Relop doing? It's a good question. I, I I think Relop's like trying to find his brother or something with a spell, but he's been this for hours. She kind of looks at him. He doesn't have the orb. Yeah, he's doing something different, some type of trance. I I don't know. But I made Mert go back to learn his equations. That's a good idea. And um, just been kind of keeping an eye out on Relop. He just, he hasn't even moved. I mean, he's breathing, but... The city has been cleaned up, though. I made sure. Good. I've been with paladins all day. Good. Anything crazy, or...? No. Oh, good. No, just bones and fragments. People have been taking them for various reagents or... Materials for alchemy, I guess. Hmm, okay. I'm not going to question it. It doesn't seem nefarious anyway, but... No, I think we got everything. We healed everybody we could. I'm going to... Oh, actually, and she'll reach into her pouch. I'm going to sell some of my diamonds they need. They're, they're completely out. Oh, yeah, great. Um, Brother Thurman was supposed to pay me for these. I have to find him. Are you going to be okay here for a second? Oh yeah, I'll be I'll be fine. Okay, Max is getting the sequence for the teleportation circle, so he'll come right back here. I'll be right back. Oh great, okay. And she'll just go find Thurman and sure. sell the six hundred, or we don't have to role play it out. Yeah, but. sure. He uh, it's not even him. He comes out. It's sure. one of his people. Or Cole. Um, we know that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. She'll yeah. find somebody she knows for sure. You, you get Cole to go find him and relatively quick. He he pays you in gold crosses, which are the the Purian version. So they got a little cross hair stamped on them. Got it. I have one other request, if I possibly could. I believe this is our last night in Fire's Heart, but I still need to make use of your library. Is there any way I can hire someone to research something for me and then send me a message of the answer? One of his eyebrows goes up. Research what? I started research on some medical information. During Night's Day, our, one of our high-level clerics were attacked, by a wound that can't be healed by magical healing. I was trying to see if there was a source of information of what caused that wound and then how it could possibly be healed if not through magical means. Do you know if that information could be found here and if I could hire someone to do, I don't know, five days worth of research? Half of a decade? I can't stay here, but you have the knowledge I need, I think. And I want to take advantage of it if I can. What would your tithing be? What would be required for someone to do that kind of work? Maybe 20 gold in five days. Make it 100. Should we go 100? I, both eyebrows go up. Yeah. 
So Cole knows you, so he'll be the one doing the research. Perfect. That way he can send the sending. Excellent. And he's intrigued by that. He thinks there's got to be something like that. Mm-hmm. At least old tales, if nothing else. If you need anything from me, send me a sending, and I can ask the question forward, and then resend back to you any information that I can find out for you. I don't know much about it. I haven't seen it. It happened when I was away. But someone very important to me is slowly dying because of this, and I want to do everything I can. So thank you. Thank you. She'll shake his hand. Sure. So you're saying your goodbyes to Cole. Yeah. And Thurman comes out, and he's very sleepy-eyed. It's early. This guy works late. Mm -hmm. And he says the understanding is that you are bringing this eye to Rontaman, to the wizard. Yes. To figure out how to destroy it. I hope taking this away will bring your city peace. I don't think that that wizard will tell me what he does to destroy it. So if you would be willing to just share the story someday. doesn't have to be soon, but someday I'd like to know what to do with this thing. If ever another one shows its face in our town. I have a number of reasons to come back to this city. I appreciate that. Kind of smiles. This guy doesn't smile much either. He's very Mm -hmm. serious, right? But he really likes that idea. So he passes it over and he kind of... It's really just, he sort of shows it to you. It's like he wants to prove that he's get, that that's what you're being handed. Yeah. Because it's really in this piece of leather that kind of folds across itself. And as he opens it up, and it kind of fans open so you can see it. And then he can tighten it up again. Perfect. And tie it at the top so you don't have to touch it directly. Zan will have that. Okay. Relop, you're surrounded by images of the borderwood and... Your brother is laying in a bed in front of you, unresponsive, even in his own dream. As soon as I feel like the eight hours are coming to a close, I'm just going to pat his hair down a little bit and just whisper in his ear, Be strong. I'm coming. I'll get you out of this. And fade out. In the stores of knowledge, Zan and Lucan are sitting with him, and his eyes kind of roll up for just a second and then come back into focus. And he blinks, and he's got signs of life. Rayla! Zan had her head, like, on her crossed arms, so she was kind of half snoozing. <laughs> Probably waiting there, and then, huh, what? Hey, how's, are you okay? No. Where's Merc? He's with the guy teaching him math. Cogram Disrum. Why are you so terrible with names, brother? They all sound the same. I don't know. <laughs> Fantasy names. <laughs> I mean, you guys don't. You guys can't say Lucan. I mean, let's just point that out. <laughs> Where? What were you doing? What is the, all of this? I need to get to Rontman. Brother Torian is getting us the sequence <clears throat> now. We're just waiting for Merc to finish his math training, and then we can leave. <sighs> Merc's my friend. Yes. Where are we sleeping tonight? And we're set up at the stables. I can see if they can house us here at the stores. Would you rather do that? No, the stables are fine. Okay. Did you need anything? I need to find my brother. He's in Rontaman? Possibly. That's the only place I know that they were sent. The bounty hunter that we ran across uh, the crosshair post said that they were going to Rontaman. Did you scry on him? Yeah. And what did you see? Nothing good. We need to get to Rontaman as soon as possible. Well, let's visit Merck and see where everything is, because maybe he's got the equations and stuff, formulas figured out. Okay, let's get to Cogram's. 
I'm going to go to sleep, and in the morning I'm going to teleport to Rontaman. Well, teleport with us, because we'll all go. We'll help you. Okay. Brush the sand off the table and start making my way to the, the trinket, Are these trinkets part of the spell? Uh, sorry, those are mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he starts picking them up. He just looks at Xana and goes, I, I think it's hold. I thought they had some sort of significance. <laughs> you know, I think it's hold. Channels of power. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, I'll, I'll meet you down there with the sequence as soon as Max gets it. I'll go find him. Okay, and Relap, did you need anything tonight? I know you're going to go to bed, but I, I can try to go get anything you need. No. No, I just okay. need to get some rest. All right, so long day. I'll just go with you then. Mm-hmm. And um, Zan, you're meeting up with us later? Yes. All right. As soon as we get within eyeshot of Cockrums, I'm just going to dimension door inside. Does that look like a little like flash in your case? Like you, you, like there's a little thing yeah. and you you just sort of like flash out and then yeah. you show up on the other side. Yeah. So of your size, Relap disintegrates in front of you. <laughs> we kind of kind of stopped. His shoulders sink a little bit, and he knows he's gonna have to climb that damn wall again. <laughs> there's a cart wedged up against it. Hey, look a cart. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and knock on the door. The actual knocker is a little bit out of your reach kind of thing, and the door just is sort of a small thud compared to what it could be. But the door opens up to a creek, this giant pit looking down on you. We need to speak with Mercenary. Kind of creeps the door open a little bit more. Walk just in. enough for you to sort of slide in right. and then slam to shut behind you. Mark, you have been making all kinds of progress, and he's so excited about how you've been catching on. He's totally surprised that this big soldier is able to do this math, which is pretty elaborate stuff. He basically, he even mentions at one point, like, there's no one else in this town that probably could do this. Years of training. Nothing particularly special about me. Relapse shows up, kind of pops his head around a corner and walks in. Doing okay? Cogram starts, by the way. Like, (laughs) No. How far into this are you? I look at Cockrum, just kind of merch an eyebrow. Depends on how long we're up, but maybe maybe morning, if we want to keep going. We'll be done by morning. Okay. My brother's in danger. Okay. So, in the morning I plan on getting the sequence and teleporting, so... I'll go if you regardless if this is done or not. Yeah, we can always teleport back to Myrador and head back, but I need to leave in the morning. Don't worry. If you need a sword and something, I'll be happy to put it there for you. We'll do that quickly. Just study well. I'm going to bed. Sure. You want some wine or something before you leave? No, I need to be aware. I'm going to head over to the stables and set my pack down and go to bed on my pack. It's a little chilly, but you pull your cloak around you. Lucan will be there before you know it. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Big spoon. (laughs) Zay, Max comes back and he basically has a little scroll nothing fancy just he's apparently put the sequence on it and he holds it out and says for your friend thank you she'll take it place it in her satchel um we could probably perform it here maybe in, in front of the stores that'd be enough room uh in the street there sure you know sure. i mean he says i don't i don't pretend to know what the best options would be but i'm sure your wizard friend probably will come up with something I would suggest not opening it up in a public place during the festival. No, we try to avoid that. You might have some drunken fool end up in Rontaman with you and then have to deal with him. Huh. Arcane magic can be fickle, I guess. 
my knowledge, it just opens a door. It doesn't necessarily say who goes through. Good to know. I thank you for your time in this and for your compassion. I need to sleep. As do I. Um, right. Uh, is there any chance there's any places to stay here, like near the rectory or anything like that? Cargram has a staying in the stables, and I would prefer decent night's sleep instead of an uncomfortable one. Come stay up. Stay in my room. You can, you can take the bed. Very gentlemanly of you. All right. And I'll do a quick sending to Lucan. Tell him, yeah, I have the sequence. I am staying at the stores. The paladins have put me up for the night as thanks for my great work today. Okay. All right. He says, have a good night, sister. As I, he had set aside 10 gold. Once he lost that at the table, he'll head back. I'll grab another to-go cup, take it with me, <laughs> and head back. And as I get to the stable, I'm just going to be you know, sipping away and singing whatever Fireheart's drinking songs that I picked up while sitting around drinking right. and playing right. cards. And... I get knocked yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I get up again. It's got to have fire in the name, right? Like every uh, song is going to say fire. It's the painter. I've heard of the prodigy. <laughs> I drink right. a fire drink. <laughs> so a whiskey drink. <laughs> that's the prodigy. That's, that's the song. That's not the prodigy. That's Trimble Woman still. <laughs> no, that's doing prodigy. Lucan, where'd you end up in that? Are we back to Cagrim? Oh, right, right. Yeah, he, he climbed over the fence the eventually. Okay, gotcha. So, Lucan, you have just gotten into the stables, and, and Relop is more or less dead to the world. I'm sure you could probably rouse him if you needed to, but he's pretty soundly asleep as soon as his head hits the pack. And you hear a little off-pitch singing coming from the other side of the it's wall. Not good at all. I'm going to roll my insight to see if I can tell who the heck it is. Sure can't. <laughs> Great. He's going to jump me. Yeah. <laughs> You improve smite. Sorry. Closer. Do you jump the fence like everybody else is doing to like hop the wall or? Yeah. Shouldn't be too complicated for you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Family guy fall down the other yeah. side. <laughs> Roll <laughs> athletics with this advantage since you've been doing Yes. Yeah, I rolled the same. Either way. Uh, eight. Eight. Majestic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of get up there and then sort of slop and like land <laughs> down again, you know, sort of on your butt. And Did it I makes, makes a big no. No, absolutely not. All right. <laughs> Still in the game. And so you hear this fumble, and it's very clearly at this point hold on the other side of the wall because. Lucan starts walking over. <laughs> hey, I'll. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Doing all right. Everybody tucked in. Yeah, for the most part. All right. Well, let's go, sleepyhead. <laughs> Just like pat him on the side of his cheek. And... <laughs> All right, Lucan will kind of guide him to Aww. a bed. and Well, you know, a stack of hay or whatever. Hey, let's keep this between ourselves. We don't want people starting to whisper or anything. <laughs> you get to bed, though. Oh. Try not to wake up, Rila. I'm just going to hit the hay and just... <laughs> right. Literally. Out. Merc, it is almost dawn, and you are tired, but you've been driven, just ready to be done with this. Now with Relop saying he needs to go, you've kind of got this extra surge of energy, and you get to the point where it's sort of this odd recognition that you think you know what you need to know. Cogram, 
says, I'm worried of what you're going to find in this book, but I think it's important that you find it. I would say that's a fair statement. I think I've had the same feeling a long time about this book. Can I give you some mead? Got anything stronger? No. I'll take the mead. You have a quick drink with him, and just kind of everybody just sort of sits. You, Pitt, and Cogram Disram are all just sort of flopped down together in a circle in the sort of parlor of the, of the mansion. And even Pitt has a little bit of a drink, and it's funny because, you know, his big hand with this little cup, it's like he's drinking out of a thimble. But everybody feels this sort of satisfaction that, like, they did what they needed to do, and they're ready to go to bed. Your party is about to wake up soon. And I got a nat 20 on my exhaustion jack. So you're feeling all right. Go find them and wake them up. Very cold day. There's frost on everything, including your party when you find them. Minus Sam. So I uh, wake up, look on, and reel up first. <clears throat> hey, Mark. Where's the cleric? Uh, the paladins gave her a room tonight. And they didn't give you guys a room? I was too tired. I didn't ask. No. Well, I got it done, like I said. Oh, great. You ready? I'm ready. Let's, Let's get Hulk up. Five more minutes. Five Come minutes. on. Oh. No. Luke kind of just picks Hulk up and starts walking <laughs> with him. I'm going to just do like the toddler dead limp thing. <laughs> 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 like flop you on your horse. <laughs> ah. Or the horse is here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That makes life easy. That's the stables. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your sister's at the stores? Yeah, she'll be at the stores. Let's go. Then you get up, like, with Dawn? She's up earlier, yeah. Okay. And she'll make her way outside and be waiting for them. Say your goodbyes to... To Brother Torian and Indigo, she's there. Yeah, she's not. You know, I mean, like, she's... You wouldn't want to go wake her up sort of thing, and so... No. And then Thurman and Cole and whoever else that she's met that she's made friends with in terms of the You've gone into the stores a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Cole is telling you that he's going to set aside time for that research. He'll be in touch. Thank you. Again, anything you need from me, let me know. And then she'll just be waiting out front, kind of you know, breathing into her hands and rubbing them together mm-hmm. to keep keep warm. Party comes, horses in tow, including yours. There she is. Wonderful. She's ready. She'll kind of run up to Siana. And <laughs> is that the sequence? Right here. She'll hand you the scroll. Snap it up. Is there anyone in the courtyard right now? No, it's pretty early. So I'm going to go ahead and start casting Teleportation Circle. Okay. Starts rubbing this chalk around, little arcane symbols. First he looks at the scroll for about a minute, you know, and just sort of stares at it and then kind of gets to work. So what's this feel like? He's looking at Hulk. What? What? <laughs> Hulk, you might want to have a sack ready. Are you going to pee at the spiel? No, I'm fine. just tired. That's... Merc pulls this very awkward. Slide off the horse. <laughs> just like the disheartened his pal. <laughs> Pulls a little leather pouch off his belt and hands it to you. If you're going to spew, spew into this. <laughs> just drop it on the ground. <laughs> you see a couple of people walking with big pole over their shoulders and there's a big pig hanging from it. And you're reminded that today is the big feast and oh. a few of you are like, oh gosh. This timing is awful. <laughs> Hold staff. I'm sure they have food in Rontamund. Fire on the top of the chapel, you can see from here. The slab is above you, and it's actually, the letters are lit today, because it's a special day at the end of the harvest. As soon as I get done casting, I'll be like, well, everybody in. So as you're standing there, and 
taking in the scenery for just a second because you know you're going to be gone for a while here. From in front of Relop, he kind of holds his hand out after he's been sitting cross-legged for a while. He stands up for a moment to kind of finish whatever he's doing, and this big circle of swirly light, it's got a little bit of kind of a violet hue to it, opens up. It's about 10 feet tall. It's big enough for you and your horses to go through. I imagine he jumps in. Yeah, as soon as the portal opens, I walk immediately through. I go right in after him. I'll lead my horse. Uh, Right before I go through, I'll turn back, look over my shoulder, and just one last look at the slab and the cathedral. Just kind of a nod right through. The town goes through. Sam will kind of copy Hogue for a bit. She'll look back and take a deep breath of the air one last time and look around. And then does she see anybody else before she hops in? Nobody that you know. Yep. Yeah, just a few people getting ready for today's party. Yep. She'll just nod to herself and make her way through with Sienna. Zan, you are the last to walk through the portal. And when you walk through, you know, you, you guys had done, some of you anyway, had done something similar previously with Meridor, but it doesn't feel any different. You don't feel any energy. You just sort of turn around and suddenly you're in a different place. You're on the top of a tower of some sort. And there's a wall moving from both directions from the tower. And there are turrets along the walls. And on one of the turrets, there is a big multi-arrowed ballista with all these pointy spots sort of pointing your direction. And the other side has what looks to be a big cannon. And they both sort of swivel in on you. And at the <laughs> back end of them, there are gnomes. And you see that there are more along the wall. So there's this basically, you're at a fortification. You're sort of on the edge of the, presumably, Rontaman. There's a circle underneath you. It's got runes in it. It's the same runes that he used to get you there. And they all turn all these weapons on you. There's all these gnomes with crossbows. Many of them have weird armor on where they're not fully armor. Like some of them literally have like pots on their heads and pieces of sheet metal that are sort of tied around their necks. There are some with guns. There are many with crossbows. Crossbows actually seems to be more popular among the group. And they all suddenly turn on you, like, bristling with weapons. And someone behind the one of the biggest guns there says, Welcome to Rotman! <laughs> What's your business here? We heard there was a party. I say this in Gnomish. I heard there was a party. We were hoping to get invited. We're looking for Brenwell. Yeah, he's hosting the party. Huh. Renwell? The wizard? There's another Renwell? I don't know. Just the wizard. From the wood? From... Are you from the wood? Yes. Yes, I'm from the border wood. What get, What brings you all the way out here? Business. I'm going to put on my uh, gloves. I need to speak to Renwell. Well, I I suppose we could see. Are, where, are you, where are you all coming from? Come from Fire's Heart. Pagaben sent us. Hmm. Well, we got a couple things to figure out real quick. We always want to kind of double check things. Do you have uh, Do you have any papers? Anything to kind of prove prove who you are? Not particularly. They wrote a song about us. <laughs> wrote a song about you? Yeah. We don't have papers to prove who we are. Can we hear the song? No. Well, if it gets us in, Sam, go ahead. <laughs> right, yes. Um actually I have papers. 
We have our royal, like, the... Okay, yeah, so you at least say, like, we are... Yeah. yeah. You know, the nobility have their paperwork they can talk yeah. about. But I, uh, I also flash... I have a Kolar's autograph on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right here. Who? Uh-huh. It kind of sloppy handwriting, I know. Well, I don't know who's, who's, who's... Is Kolar or somebody I should know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fabulous person. Just amazing. Oh. You notice as you're kind of a... Spectacle. People are interested, right, mm-hmm. along the wall here. So they all start coming in, and you do notice a couple of suits of armor that are walking along. They have sort of beady eyes, you know, glowing eyes. You saw one in Crosshair Post, but there's more of them here. It seems to be a thing. These sort of automatons of walking armor with these glowing eyes. Are they gnome size? Well, actually, what's funny is there's. You see two of them. One of them is gnome size. The other one is more. Like human size. Okay. First, you start and you just had all these guns on you, and that's what you're focusing mm-hmm. on. And now you sort of get a look at the inside of the city. And the city is really a series of towers. There's a bunch of rolling hills here, and each hill has been capped with a tower. And there are walkways, almost like rope bridges, moving from one to the next. And it's really just a weird mech, like a web. Like, it's almost unsettling because you're like, how are we going to find our way around this place? And not only that, but you see some of them where the building literally does a turn. And then some of the bridges will actually retract and then reconnect on a different level. And so it's like this weird mix in which they have somehow created this city that is on constantly moving around. You know, it's a little bit misty. There's a bit of a stench. It smells a lot of onion and a little bit of sewage. And you're pretty high on the wall, right? So it's, it's very misty. But down at the bottoms of the, of the ravines, you're pretty sure there's some sort of mushrooms growing down there in the valleys in between the different hills. You do see a lot of the towers, too, have little copses of trees. And uh, one of them close by, you can see that it's sort of heavy with fruit. Are there buildings around these towers at the base of them and stuff, too? Or is it just one tower? It's all built on the hills, from what you can tell. And so the the valleys are basically, maybe it's crops. Like They've somehow set up a thing where they can self-contain using the valleys for their their sustenance, in a sense. They're growing a lot of things in some of the tops of the towers. And then the buildings themselves all seem to cap these towers. But it's just towers. There's not like an inn next to the tower or anything. From what you can see, no, there there does seem to be one spot, and it's kind of, it's hard to see through the because there's definitely a haze. A lot of that, like, I mean, you can smell onions, right? Something's, you know, something's right. coming, and, so and like, it's in the air, and it almost, like... Like a smog? Yeah, like a smog coming out, thank you. But you do see a spot where you feel like there's almost like a plateau in the middle of it all. You know, like, there's, mm. there's a spot where it's maybe a little lower and flatter, town center, maybe. But it's, you're only seeing part of it from where you are. Are, are we in outdoors? Or yeah, you're like, on the top of the tower. You're okay. in the sky above you. Yep. Okay. I was for some reason I was imagining it like being in a cave or something like that with mushrooms and things like that. But well, okay. at this point too, that's what you've seen mm-hmm. with it when it comes to these things. This, this is the first one that you've seen that's been outdoors. Yes. Yeah. Teleportation circle. Okay. But it is high up, and it seems to be set up that on purpose because you're sort of stuck here. Like you're not going to leave here until they give you permission. But they basically just ask you to kind of sit put, you know, and some of them are kind of staring at you. And it's interesting when there's visitors, apparently. He comes back and says, um, I'm going to get the captain to come out and make sure that we're cleared. And I think that we can probably get you into town 
nothing else that we need to let her know? No, the sooner the better. Okay. Yeah, just just Renwell. We also heard that we could possibly get in touch with Renwell through the indoor knob. Oh, Mayor Mayor Knob, yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm sure he, he I'm sure he'd be happy to see you. Wonderful. While they're doing this, I'm gonna take out the uh, scroll case and write I'm in Rontman. Okay. There's actually a message for you. Oh, what does it say? It's well, before you go to write. It says, "Let me know as soon as you're in Rontman, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that we can possibly make contact about this Woods End problem." Now, what do you write, John? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut you off no, there. Yeah. I, you had been in a dream, but right. he had contacted you. I'm just gonna write. Just arrive in Rontman. May need additional assistance from yourself or whoever you send for this. You, you start to put the scroll away, and you hear scr- the scratching of a pencil, right? Like, you can hear he's immediately responding to you. Okay. And so you look at it again, and he says, Find yourself a place in town <clears throat> where there's a bard that is not from Rontaman. When you hear your name, you will know to hand over the orb to that person. I just write back, you misspelled trade. He writes back, you will be compensated. I will make sure it happens. I don't like the Lucid Church. Has the captain shown up yet? She shows up just as you're putting that away. It's a woman. She has kind of that odd armor where it's not really armor. Just sort of patched up with things. Gives you a little bit of a salute almost and kind of puts her hand out. And she says, And a pen silver cloak. Head of the patchwork battalion. Your business here is... We've got an item that we need to discuss disposal of with Renwell. Renwell's a little elusive. I'm sure somebody in town could probably lead you his way. But he doesn't exactly hold court with anyone outside or inside of town. Who would we talk to about that? Well, I think you probably could talk to the mayor. That would be a good place to start. Maybe check in. He seems to like some of the Finkins. You could check with them. Are you familiar with a uh, Rontman gnome named Lob? I'm not. He's local, though? You, you think he's... He's not a uh, forest gnome, no. Is he part of the guild, or is he one of the guilds? Is he part of... I believe he's a one bounty of the hunter. Bounty hunter? That I'm not sure of. Is there a bounty hunter guild? Not within the town. Some gnomes travel in and out. I'll keep an eye out for one for you. We're also looking for an inn. There's only one, one inn in town. What's there? called the Rontum Inn. Teehee. Is the teehee in parentheses? Like, you have to say it every time you see it. Teehee. <laughs> 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 it's, it's literally on the sign. Perfect. It's the Rontum Inn? Mm-hmm. Teehee. You forgot the teehee. Teehee. <laughs> <laughs> Where would we uh, find this in? Oh, in town. She points at this, <laughs> this ridiculous mess of buildings. I think we could probably let you in. We will send you down to the stoning grounds. And you can find your way from there. That sounds ominous. Sounds like a lovely place to visit. How many times am I going to get hit? None if you haven't committed a crime. I mean, isn't that what you do here when you stone somebody and you throw rocks at them? Yeah. You're sitting us down to the place where you stone people. Oh, no. Stoning grounds is where we have parties. There's lots of things that happen at the stoning grounds. In addition to throwing rocks at people. Actually, I'm starting to like this place. So they all step off of the platform makes you very nervous because it's like everybody's moving out of the way real quick and suddenly it's like a Disney World ride right like you're just you drop 
Oh, the whole platform just sort of drops in the middle of all, all of it. The horses freak out. It gets dark. Yeah, oh yeah, the horses freak out and wham, of course, sort of stops. And then this garage door effectively opens up in front of you and there is a walkway just big enough for, you know, the, the horses could go along it, but you'd kind of single file it and it leads its way down to that big plateau that you were looking at. It's kind of a long walk, like it's a big trail directly to that and you're going to pass different towers along the way but they're sort of sending you to a specific spot. So everybody walks along. As you get on the trail, mm-hmm. it's the smell is worse. There's a little uh, bit of a, again, There's it's a, like a cross between onion and sewer. And you can very clearly see the mushrooms and things growing underneath. You do see some people throwing trash from the towers into the valleys as you're going along. Oh, now you know why it stinks around here. I just thought it was you. <laughs> oh. And you come to a plateau, which is relatively wide compared to a lot of those hills. There's a few things of note that you can see. There is a big statue, and it has a probably 10-foot-tall gnome-robed wizard standing victoriously with one foot on the head of this giant. There's a, a wall that is full of, it's like powder-scorched. It's about four foot tall, so most of you can look right over it. It's kind of along one end of it. And along that wall, there are actually, when you get there, there there's Gnome standing at the wall. He's got a blindfold on, and there are a handful of Gnomes standing in front of him. And then there's one that has a big powdered wig on. And he says, let justice be served! And they throw a bunch of rocks at them. And all at once... These rocks hit this gnome, and they just kind of go pink, pink, pink. You know, it's like, ow! And then one of them goes pop and, and blows up in, in powder. Like an explosive charge goes off. And the guy with the wig says, guilty! Exiled! What happens with the blindfolded gnome? They pick him up and kind of check to see that he's still with us. He seems to be. And they start dragging him away, presumably to exile him. Pretty stone cold. Oh, God. So, wait, they throw rocks that don't really do any harm to you, and then if one of them explodes, you're guilty? And then exiled. You say that out loud, and one of the gnomes next to you, you know, there's a few gnomes that walk, like, walk around the area, and he goes, Exactly! You figured it out! Wait, like, like can any of those stones explode, or just certain ones? Like, how do you... Uh, if the, you know, if the gods decide they're going to explode, then, then they will explode. Which gods? The gods. All, All of them? them? Yeah. <laughs> he seems a little confused by your question. Yeah. Kind of moves off. <laughs> <laughs> Shrugs and walks away. You also see in this area there is the cart that is run by... It looks like a dorm couple, like a merchant's cart that must be in town to sell some things. Mm-hmm. It actually says the pie powder along the side. It's sort of etched, stenciled on the side. And then there's also a little shack that actually smells really good. Like, it's nice because everything's been stinky so far. But there's some really savory smells coming out of this little shack. On the front of it, it the sign says the stewery. And there's apparently a, a gnomish couple inside selling little bowls of whatever stew they're right. I would tell him to hold the onion. I'm going to go try the stew. <laughs> we need to find this guy and get going. Uh, He's uh, elusive. Uh, stew first. <laughs> you want anything real up? I want to find uh, Runwell or this indoor. Hey, sure. Hey, stew people, do you know where this uh, indoor knob person 
Outdoor knob? Indoor. Know. Indoor. Indoor knob. That name I remember. <laughs> <laughs> they say, would you like a bowl? Yeah. And I give him a gold piece. I'm like, okay. where, where is the indoor knob? And this bowl smells very peppery. A lot of, lot of pepper involved. A little spice to it. They say, we see indoor knob quite a bit. He's kind of a, a patron. He likes our stew. So if you, I'm sure there's, there's some sort of city hall or something that all we know is that we see him almost daily out here in the stony grounds. Have you seen him today? Not yet, but it's early. Could you describe him for us? Uh, what does he look like? Easy to find. He wears the mayor's hat. <laughs> What's the mayor's hat look You'll like? know when you see it. Right. Do you want to stay here and wait or no? The bigger the hat, the better the mayor. That's what he thinks. What, what would you like I to do? I can't now? wait. I'll stay here. We'll stay here and wait for him? I'll go with you if you want to keep looking. What time does the mayor usually show up around here? Uh, I mean, at least I wouldn't be too surprised if we see him somewhere around noon. Mm. Lunchtime? Oh. What time is it? Early. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're looking at like five hours from now. <laughs> Let's go find this city hall. Yeah. Where's the city hall? It's out there. In the on general the direction. Is on it the plateau. Like this way? Is it this way? Yeah, they point in the general direction. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's odd. And some of the buildings move around. Some of the bridges retract and then reconnect. And there's kind of weird stuff happening in this place. Like, you have no idea how the hell they are supposed to figure out how to get around. I would almost wonder if the city hall is in one of the towers. Not in this, just in this plateau. Right. Well, and the plateau is just big enough to where you, I mean, you've pretty much seen what's there. Okay. Statue, oh. stewery, pie powder, oh, that's stoning. stoning. Oh, okay. That's, oh. that's more, I mean, other than the fact that there's a lot of empty ground, because, mm-hmm. again, this is kind of where they hold their big parties and okay. festivals and okay. things like that. So they point us in the general direction. Let's go. Okay. Or if they have a guide we could hire. Hmm. I'm sorry, did you ask if there was a guide? That you needed a guide? No, yeah, another one. I mean, we would we would love a guy. There's yes. no sort of moving around back and forth, and one of We've them's all excited. Never been here, so it looks like it's a little difficult to get around. So be more than happy to slip you a gold to help us find a few places. And what 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 places would you be looking for? We're looking for the mayor. Um, we're looking for somebody named Renwell. So either of those two places. And the Rontamin. And the Rontamin. Renwell is. A little bit, you know, he's, he's a pretty private guy. What do you want with Renwell? We just have some questions to ask him, which I'm sure a lot of people try to ask him questions every day. Seems like a very smart person. So. This student named uh, Pogaman sent us with a little letter for him. Hmm. Pogaman sent a letter. When did he send that letter? Like, recently? Well, he gave it to us. Oh. So when And you have the letter to send. Oh, yeah. I see. I might be able to help with that. Gold, you say? Yes. Yes, sir. Hmm. All right, follow me. We'll Excellent. see what we find. It's a little bit of a trek in this town. Yeah, I see that. Lovely town. It's very interesting. That's some um, interesting choice of words. It's memorable. That is very accurate. I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> <laughs> this smells like onion and poop. <laughs> <laughs> smells like onion and death. <laughs> crap rolls downhill. We were in a tower. And we smelled their crap. <laughs> We're much closer to the ground. It's worse. <laughs> we really know their people. Already, so. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Just as you're saying that too, you literally see someone. <laughs> yep. You see someone squatting over one of the oh. trenches, oh. and he just like smiles at you, like <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even care. 
Well, we know why the mushrooms grow so well he around like, here. Get, get a wave as this guy like pulls his pants up. <laughs> oh, Lucan's really thinking about just eating rashes for this whole trip. <laughs> the stew just was put, great. Are you eating the stew? No, I just yeah. put the stew Oh, down. you put it down? All right. Hogs eating yeah, it? Probably, yeah. yeah, it's tasty. It's really good. A okay. little bit of spice, like I said. I'm sure they wash their food before they cook it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that matters. We'll see if your just, stomach can handle what's in Then the I'm just building a resistance. <laughs> here, have another ball. Oh. <laughs> Relop, have you been here before? I have not. This is very different. It's something. He didn't like how Prince home smelled. You think he likes how this place smells? I don't know. Could smell like woods. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be great. great. So much better. <laughs> Way much, so much better, yes. So he starts walking you through, and you actually end up walking, follow these trails. And he doesn't actually seem to exactly know every time where he's going. It's part of the culture in the place, apparently. The place is always sort of moving around on you. And he walks you through, and what's funny is that when you walk through a certain building, sometimes you walk into a residential, and you literally, like, walk through, and there's, like... <laughs> kids sleeping in a bunk bed and you just sort of like walk through the building and then you get to the next bridge and then you move on to the next place and it just hmm. seems to be normal nobody quite Did, cares were these towers and maybe you said it i apologize what are these towers made of are they made of metal or are they made of stone or? They're, yeah they're made of stone they're made of stone mm-hmm. okay yep but they just have set up all these a lot of the walkways are made of different things so some are kind of made of metal some okay. are made of stone or hemp rope or things like that is there a reason for the walkways to change all the time he says well you know ratsmans believe in keeping it interesting plus try to siege this place see how that goes for you i can tell you right now i would just start leveling everything well yeah, that's what those are for he kind of points up at the one of the big ballistas on the wall you walk through a couple of residentials you actually walk through one that seems to be like a hospital and there's literally a known woman giving birth. Like there's doctors or, you know, like a, a midwife sitting there. You know, you sort of walk past this scene of, of this gnome giving birth. The doctor's and the one that was pooping off the edge. <laughs> she didn't wash his hands. <laughs> then he come to a place and he calls it the Finkery Tinkery, which is apparently this, it's this huge workshop. There's all kinds oh. of like prototypes and weird things they're building in the place. And it's pretty centralized in town. But, you know, just all kinds of weird sort of tinker experiments and things seem to be happening here. Do I feel like I would get a discount at this place? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be the docks. It would be the tinkery tinkery docks. <laughs> then you come by a place at the door. It says Thieves Guild carved in wood along the door, which you've never seen anything like that ever. They don't advertise. And this place is completely like Thieves Guild. Here's a sign. Apparently, they're all about hiding in plain sight. They are a very open people. I was told sure. that guilds are very important in the city. All types of them. There are apparently a bunch of them. Oh. Hmm. I will. The Hulk's going to make a, a mental note. So I'm wondering. surroundings for hearing this. Is the Assassin's Guild that bold, or is it just the Thieves' Guild that does that? I don't know if there's an Assassin's Guild. No, I'd be disappointed if there wasn't. What is this uh, gnome guide's name? Zinj Remy. Remy? Remy Renwell. Next <laughs> button you go by, you walk through this nice. huge contraption of pipes and gears that are kind of, it's kind of nearby in the center of town. Seems to be water working through it, some sort of irrigation system or plumbing or something like that. It's not working. You go through an outfitter, some sort of mm-hmm. general store. You go by a building that 
on the front of it has a sign that says the co- it's actually in this case it's carved into the building but it says the college of bartery and there's a, lots of music pouring out of it and as you go through you can see some some known playing instruments and things like that hey remy yeah if you're a member of a certain class of individual such as a bard would you need to identify yourself to the guild when you enter the place i don't think that there's necessarily a rule in place i mean some might just because it's a nice thing to do hmm. are you bard no but i'm looking for one who would we talk to in here well the humpletons kind of run the place i think Certain families in town that are kind of in charge, right? Or, you know, the Finkins, the Hunkletons, the Bodkins, uh, the Rumble Strips. There's all kinds of names that mean something in town here. Could you introduce us to somebody important in this uh, in guild? In the Yeah. Um, you know, I happen to know the headmaster. Let's see if he's up. Remy is kind of a young guy. And he's got kind of blonde hair that flows back. It parts in the center and flows back behind his head. And he's got just kind of a little bit of a beard kind of scraggly up front. He wears just kind of mostly blue. It seems to be his color. Runs up these stairs. They're kind of circular stairs that run up the tower. And he pops up and then he pops back down and he goes, I'll be right back. And then he disappears on you. So he remembers that you were behind him. And then this older, heavy, set gnome comes down with him. Stretching, he's got a little bit of a nightgown on or, you know, like he's still wearing his nightshirt he was sleeping in or something even though this place is just loud with music and he says uh what can i do for you zolan humpleton zolan it is good to meet you my name is relop greenleaf mm-hmm. i'm looking for a bard that may be in this area mm-hmm. don't believe he's a gnome i've just got a very limited description well, you know, from time to time, the, the inn gets different bards. If somebody comes in and checks in with me, we'll let you know. Certain race or ethnicity that I'm looking for? Not that I can remember, but generally the bards from out of town play the Rontum certainly Yes, it certainly happens. In fact, it's pretty popular that outside bards get a spot at the Rontum which sometimes I have conversations with them about because our own people sometimes get pushed aside. Right, I have to play the for 3 the, o'clock Mm-hmm. Mm, there's a little bard in him. <sighs> okay, I was just wondering. Well, pleasant to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Staying in town kind of looks at the group. Staying in town long? I don't believe so. We're just passing through. Well, if you ever want to play. Sees the loot hanging off of you. I'm nowhere near your caliber, I'm sure. Well, you flatter me. <laughs> All right, I'll just excuse myself. And right. Why in the abyss do you need a bard? Your uh, blue sight cleric is telling me that I need to trade this orb off to a bard that isn't from around here. Cleric? Or huh. the, the wizard, you mean? I don't understand your church, so whoever sent me on this errand to Meridor. That wants the orb. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. What do they want the orb for, precisely? I don't know. I, I don't have time to... Do you have everything you need from the orb? No, but... Can you just check on your brother again? Maybe we'll know where he's at now that we're here. These towers all look the same to me. I don't know that I'm going to be able to discern one tower from another. Yeah. Was there anything unique in the room? No, it was just a stone room that had some clockwork mechanisms. and Like a store? No, decidedly not a store. But 
I couldn't for the life of me tell you anything about the room other than it was stone and aging from every other tower that I see in here. We're going to have to go through every tower in Rontamin to see if he's here. Mm. Well, yeah. if it comes to that, maybe we'll take a second look see if you can find something that's unique. Maybe we would find a way to track that. Yeah. As you're walking and talking, you go through a couple more hills. One of them is, and he, and when you get to these, he sort of plays the guide, Remy does, and says, this is uh, Smart Apple Brewery. Um, it's owned by the Apple Dorms. And if you're interested in a, you know, Rontum favorite, you can try their Smart Apple Ale when you get to the inn. When you get to the next spot, it's actually probably appropriately, it's, he calls it Still Hill. And this isn't so much a tower, it's like a hill that's full of copper tubing sticking out of it. And in this case, this is where all the whiskey is made. Hmm. And then the next stop is the Rontum Inn. Tiki. You find, yes, you find this sign, and it, yes, it literally is carved into the wood, Tiki, <laughs> at the bottom corner of the sign. There's some music playing from the inside. There's a piano that's kind of running itself, much like in Fire's Heart. And it's a relatively small place, all things considered. This place doesn't probably get a lot of travelers. Two questions. Is it tall enough for Merc to fit in without having a duck? And does it have stables? Oh, yeah. We didn't even deal with, this, with the horses. The horses are walking around It's, horses it's been weird. Time, right? right? Yeah. You walk through a hospital with the horse. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. Horses, yeah. Yeah. Kids bedroom yeah, yeah. with yeah. a horse. That's awesome. All right. So... In the main room, it is definitely big enough for all of you. The ceilings are high enough. When you walk in, they say, oh, stay blame. <laughs> you know, sort of look at you like, oh. And there's a, it's a woman that's in charge, that runs the place. And she says, hello, my name is Urkel Gru. I am the innkeeper here at the Rontum Inn. Teehee. Does she say teehee? <laughs> she does. Cool. I see you have horses to deal with. I'm surprised that the guard didn't direct you to the stable run. We don't have a proper stable in, in a sense, but we could run your horses to the run, and there will be plenty of food for them for your stay. Well, that would be great. So they walk them off in a different direction. I guess the idea is that they there's a basically a run along the wall where they will be free to wander around and graze, and they're safe where they are. Urkugru is the name of the innkeeper. She's a elderly gnomish woman, bright-eyed, but obviously with some age on her. She's got kind of white hair that she pulls back into a bun that has its own little curls to it. It's like this weird sort of pile of curls on the top of her head. And she asks, you, you took the stables away. She is offering rooms for Golden Knight. Uh, okay, I'll give her uh, three nights. Oh, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. Let me do it. Okay. I insist we love it. Well, you can get multiple rooms, right? W- one room per night is gold. How many nights do you want me to get right now? I think no more than three. All right. I mean, you could literally get five rooms right now if you wanted to. Yep. They're, oh, they're, they're not busy. Sure. We'll each get a room, and I'll, okay. I'll, I'll get it. I will attack you one by one. Perfect. <laughs> you want us to be split up so that the ambush doesn't happen. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Somehow that damn sword's going to be right in the middle of all of you, and mm-hmm. it'll just be just <laughs> oh, yeah. enough. It'll stay in the middle room, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I look um, around. Is there anyone playing? There isn't at the moment. And remember, it's real early, and she sees that you're looking, mm-hmm. at the because there's a little stage. Right. And she says, "Are you? do you play? 
Not well enough for here, no. Hmm. Well, yeah, if you ever want to, I I actually play the bagpipes myself, and so oh. I will be up there at times, but we do sometimes have guest players, and I just got a message that someone will be there this evening, so interesting. Okay. Uh, he seems to be a fellow from out of town. Oh, might have to swing by and listen. I haven't heard any uh, tunes from your area before, so... We'll see if he knows. We'll it, see if he, I, yeah. But I'll certainly be able to play some some tunes for you if you're interested. Mm-hmm. We've got some errands to run, but we'll be back later. All right. Mushroom soup will be on later. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Sorry. Gross, 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 gross. I'll be awesome. Awesome. <laughs> right back. Duck, 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 goose. Great duck. <laughs> you know what those grow on, right? <laughs> Just trying to broaden your horizons, man. <laughs> it tasted so good Did loosen you them. see that, Gnome, <laughs> at the edge of the plateau? No, I don't watch people poop. <laughs> <laughs> what was man, he what doing? kind of weirdo were you? You make me feel like a terrible person. Jeez. Because you are. <laughs> Have you met Hulk? <laughs> Alright, does the mayor come by here at all, do you know? is, Or have you ever met Renwell, the wizard? I'm asking this to the innkeeper. All right. So I, I've certainly met the mayor. You know, he gets around town. The Knobs are a well-respected family. Renwell is somebody of legend. He's not necessarily seen in town very often. We say that, that he lives here or he lives near here, but the question is whether or not that's true. Some of the bards, in fact, like to play songs about such things. You know, is, it, is he even real? I'm sure that he probably is, or was, but hmm. I haven't met him myself. Hmm. Relap, do you want to just sit here and have breakfast? No. Uh, Remy, you were sending us to the city hall or beat the mayor. He says, oh, we can get that direction. I, I think maybe it might be worth your while to sit for a bit, because they're not going to be open this early. We can make them be open this early. Let's go. Hey, uh, Urkel Group. Do you happen to know an Eggy Bodkin? Egger. Egger Bodkin. Egger. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's head of the head of the Thieves Guild. Do you know a no? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you want to know who he is? I just have a message. Hmm. You have a message. Yep. Like Mr. Pigeons, do we need to know anything? No. Okay. Hard. Mr. Pigeons. <laughs> I get that Natic. Oh, he was not a good No, no, should be good. Are you running a job of some sort? Oh, why would I do that? Inside chat. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What's up, dude? You got a nine. It's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You got a 22. No, snap. No, he's fine. plus. Inside is nine, so 24. Dang it! <laughs> you got a plus nine, man. So, so he seems a little bit seems a little bit like he's hiding something from you. Yeah, you don't feel like he's being. She's got that look on her face, like she knows something, but she's not saying anything. Lucan doesn't even notice her look on her face. That's how much she didn't notice. (laughs) Too busy trying to breathe. I'm just gonna like she'll just nod to hand motion to to Zan. Like we'll talk later. Lucan, there's something about the smell too that you remember your dream with the dandelion. Oh, yeah. And it smelled of onion. That's right. And it's very reminiscent. Like, there's definitely something there. Mm. 
doesn't seem like we can so, do anything until people wake up and start moving around the city, I guess. Remy says, so what do you need from Ronald again? You said that you got a message for him or something? Yeah, I've got a pretty important letter from a student of his that I need to get to him. And if he's not here, then we're going to have to... Right, right, right. The Pogaman. Yeah. And he's in one of the human settlements, correct? He lives in Firesheart. He's currently investigating the anomaly called the Roaming Wood. The Roaming Wood? That's fascinating. What's that? It's a portal to the uh, Feywild that just kind of meanders across the land. Oh, just like it says, the Roaming Wood. It's pretty much exactly what it is. Where's that? Uh, last we knew, it's west of the First Men's Forest. So you all saw it? We passed through it, yeah. You got any stories for me? Yeah, we can, uh... Can I insight check Remy? Sure. <laughs> is he genuinely curious, or yeah. is he trying to disarm us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's being very inquisitive for something. I'm kind of curious if it's him or not. Uh, I'm just going to insight check Mark. Idea. Is Remy Renwell? <laughs> <laughs> I roll a 15 against him and roll a 2 here, so I got uh, 11. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he seems to, just like he's yeah. interested. He know. seems really excited to, like, just meet people and get to know. Right. 22. Is he actually run well? Yeah, that's not how insight works. You get the impression that he's just genuinely interested, you know? Like, he gets excited when people say things like roaming wood. You don't get out much, do you? I know. <laughs> now that you say that, no, I haven't actually left the walls for uh, ever. You've never been outside. Mm-hmm. When does the mayor's office open? Uh, you know, kind of when they get to it, but I'm telling you, it's not going to happen now. Uh, okay, how, how. They like to sleep in. He's the mayor, for heaven's sakes. Is there any reason we could get the mayor be up early? Short of a crime. I mean, we're not barbarians. I think you should just have some soup. I, I would love some soup. Uh, oh, I'll pay you gold to watch you eat the soup. <laughs> okay. So I'll give him the gold. All right. Just let him do his thing. <laughs> what is that going to prove? <laughs> this, it looks like we're going to have main, breakfast here. Mid lobby area, Hulk's just going to start kind of like exploring, trying to find any additional clockwork stuff. Because he's just like, we're in a home city. So it's got to be like cool you're... little zip bags, whatever. Just okay. So you're going to go searching a little bit start... for it. Are you trying to find anything that you've seen already, or are you just looking for Yeah, whatever? just looking for anything that looks okay. odd. And... All right. There are clocks like we've seen in Prince Holm. Mm-hmm. There is a piano that I mentioned. There's clockwork, just sort of simple like gears where like put out candles, you know, sort of flip a switch and the thing like closes on top of something. Just little gadgets here and there. Flip the switch the other way? Does it light the candle? Actually, it actually Okay, I'm going to like play with that for a while. Lucan walks over to hold when he sees him that he's poking around and he takes one of those trinkets out and goes, hey, hold, look what I ended up finding. Oh, where'd you get that? Just around here. You can have it. Oh, thanks. No problem. <laughs> As he walks away, I slip it back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll your sleight of hands. You roll your perception. See if he notices. No. <laughs> A one. Oh, my gosh. Anything that involves you uh, so realize it wasn't a natural one this time, but uh, I did roll a one. Because of reliable talent, it's a 24. Holy oh, wow. So it's almost you just, like, flick your finger and it still, like, magically goes <laughs> right into his pocket. Big shot, like, while we're hanging out, I'm going to do arcane recovery. Okay. 
The soup actually smells every, really good. Everybody's gonna eat. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm definitely. I am not eating my third helping of it. So I'll drop. That's a different stew. I think this is. A I'll soup. drop three gold on breakfast. Still for worth everybody. it, I don't. No, I don't eat. <laughs> you don't eat. No. I'll try it. Why not? You were I, gonna eat earlier. I do not trust the food here. It's a mushroom soup. Mm-hmm. Definite onion flavor to it too, but it is very subtle. It's got a good spice to it. Well, it's good. legitimately good. If you were eating this in Prince Home, you would be like, wow, I would come back here. And all of you are going to have the runs tomorrow. Yeah, Lucan's not eating either. But Okay. Whatever. I'll eat. Find more for me. <laughs> what does Remy want to know? I mean, we can tell him stories about whatever. But mm, yeah, we can the time. He's, we can he's just, just excited to hear yeah, you know, whatever yeah, adventures you could tell. He, he talked about the roaming wood. I got it. Yeah. Does yeah. he happen to know Darwin? It's a dwarf? I don't know. Darwin. You might know Darwin, the, the bard. He's a Dwarven bard in full plate mail. Yeah, he wears really shiny armor. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, that is he him. came through. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I think he played here once. Awesome. I'm not surprised. He wouldn't play any of his own stuff, though. He just played, you know, he played oh, some, really? yeah. some gnomish tunes Crowd and favorites. some things. You know, yeah, but he, nothing was original, I noticed. He's, he's working on a grand song. You met him in Prince Hall for a bit. Mm-hmm. Made his way to Prince Hall. I uh, go over that piano and kind of look around if nobody's anywhere near and I'm just going to open it up and see if I can look in it see what it yeah, looks like yeah this one's like the typewriter type got a bunch of arms that sort of do the work as opposed to the rolling scroll you've seen both types at the point huh how does this one work I don't get it the scroll made sense yeah it's overly complicated you think the scroll seems more elegant nobody does anything yeah, nobody seems to bother Not, you know I, mean, I, I look to see how to like change the song and oh okay just kind of messing around with it yeah yeah, so after a while, I suppose somebody would probably come over and be like, oh, I'll try to talk to you about how that works. Because yeah. everybody here knows a little something that we don't, right, like when it comes to mechanical stuff. So we'll just sit and tell Remy our stories, and some of you guys will eat. <laughs> yeah. And we wait. I will, like, while eating the soup, is just going to, like, stare at Lucan and just, like, <laughs> exaggerated, like, oh. <laughs> It's terrible, Mayors. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe it in, Hulk. Breathe it in. So and roll your car. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> Takes longer than an hour. I'm going to cast Scrying on Dimble again. Okay. So you see him get out the orb, cast the spell. Khan looks super serious all of a sudden. Kind of worried for Relop. Then we'll keep talking to Remy, but we'll keep an eye on him. See if Remy is fascinated like, by the orb, right? You've lost sure. him as soon as that orb comes out. I'm going to tell Remy not to stare at the orb because it may steal his soul. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, roll your deception. 16. Okay. He shields his eyes <laughs> and continues to listen to Dan's story. What are you telling him about? Anything specific? I'm, I'm not blowing certain... his mind with Night's Day stuff, I don't <clears throat> think. Certain fight or... Yeah. It's just going to be like a bit of their travels of where they were going, but not specifics as to why. You should tell him about the ogre that we killed as a zombie. Then we later chased into the tower that to become the zombie. There's some time element distortion to that. That's probably very difficult to convey, but I can try. I mean, literally just exploit it that way. <laughs> I think Merton really nailed it on the head. Of yeah, just generic adventures of stuff that mm-hmm. they've done so far, but not 
the horrors of Night's Day, generally sure. speaking, unless he asks about it. But for your performance, just for your storytelling, sure. see, see how enthralled he is with the story. Natural 20, so plus <laughs> 6, so 26. All right. Yeah, he's very interested. <laughs> he does, like, any reference to, like, time travel, like, he's really fascinated by it. Sure. What? You know, and the idea that people were tied to some sort of wrong wood, that's really interesting. So just passing time for the most sure. part and keeping him entertained for him helping us out, you know, thanking sure. him a little bit. So you probably at some point because you now you got him enthralled and he's happy, mm-hmm. and you might at some point have to be like, um, "Is it? Do you think it's, yeah, time? it's about time?" You know, and so he'll start moving you. Finally, say, "Okay, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, follow me." Do you want to resolve his cry? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we go, I really don't want to skip that. Just leave him there, staring at it. <laughs> no, you, you, you know something, and then you wake up. So colors come out of the orb draw you in, wrap you up, and you hear, before you even get into it, you can hear that suction sound that you sat with for eight hours. And it's the same scene, basically. But some of the beakers are in different places. Somebody's been in here and moved things around. Ten minutes is going to pass, that's what you get out of it. Right. But at the very least, you know, somebody is moving in and out of this room. It's not like a direct sunlight coming through the windows, right? There's no windows. Oh, there's no windows. Oh, okay. You okay, Relap? No. We need to get this wrapped up quickly. Yeah. Where we, which will take less time. Going to see the mayor or just waiting at that plateau with the suit cart? Uh, we can always try the mayor's office. See if we can rouse him. Okay. I think we can make it there. Everybody coming? Yep. You go past the still hill again, but then this time it, the walkway takes you... In a few different directions, and you end up at a place called Bam Smacks, which is effectively a gun shop with a few different trinkets here and there. Oh, that's what your little things were called, aren't they? Uh, no, they were something else. As you walk through that way, you walk through a place called the Bertrowl. It's B E R T R O W L Buildery. And this tower is gigantic. It's like they keep building onto it, and there's all kinds of like cranes hanging off of it. You do also walk through a place called Smoke and Mirrors. Seems to be a magic sundry shop. And then he takes you into a spot that he says is the mayor's office. It says mayor's office on the front, but otherwise it's relatively unadorned. Just a regular circular tower at the top of this hill. And as you walk in, there are a couple of people sort of working like clerks working on that floor. Hello, can I help you? And actually, before you even talk, Remy chimes in and says, Yeah, we're looking for the mayor. Oh, let me see if he's ready to roll today. And one of them kind of rings a little bit of a bell. And then this bell rings back at it. And it rings the bell back. And it's almost like this weird conversation they're having with bells. As they're irritated with each other. And then you just hear, I'll be down! (laughs) Sounds like hold. Down this circular stair comes this gnome. He's actually kind of a little guy. And he's got this gigantic hat that is literally like his size. The big old weird top hat. So it actually gets bigger as it, uh, you know, towards the top. It's like a Mad Hatter kind of thing? Yeah, sort of. And okay. just walks down as he sort of balances this thing on his head. And he says, what do we need at this hour? Uh, hi, Mayor, says Remy. I, uh, I've got a group here that came to see you. And it seems to be urgent news. Oh, well, I'm sorry. And he kind of straightens himself up a little bit. And he kind of pushes at his shirt. Kind of straight, you know, like gets mm-hmm. the wrinkles out of his shirt. Well, hello. 
I didn't know that we had visitors. Are you from the, the Fire's Heart? Are you from the, the Prince Home? You don't look to be from the Mountain Kingdom. No. We are traveling from Fire's Heart. We have a uh, matter to address with you regarding... <sighs> Sam, you know more about this eyeball than I do. I, I do? I... Look, we're looking for the wizard named Renwell. And we're told that you were the best way to get a hold of him. Hmm. Well, I mean, I do know lots of people in town, and Renwell is somebody that I have dealt with before. I would have to put out a little bit of a message for him. I, he's not somebody that will immediately jump to. I'm sure you've met a few wizards in your day. They are not ones to jump when you say jump. Well, tell him we have a very evil item that needs destroyed as soon as possible. And we have a letter from one of his students. Pogaban the gnome? Pogaban. Do you know Pogaban? He kind of looks quizzically like he kind of... Very big he, ears, he might. very big nose. Well, I mean, that's half of us, right? <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pogaban. Why do I know that name? He was Renoir's apprentice at one point. Hmm. It sounds familiar, but I don't know that I can place him. Do you think you'd be able to send out an urgent message for Renwell for us? That I can definitely do. I, I can't promise they'll answer back, but, uh, but I, will, I will send it his direction. That is fair. Thank you very much. In the meantime, enjoy our city. Yes, it is very, very lovely. Relop, was there anything else you needed from him? You found the inn. Yes. yes. Yep. We already purchased Urkel Guru would take good care of you. Excellent, thank you. Do you know of a bounty hunter named Lob? I can't say that I do. Typically the bounty hunters that come through are screened by the Patchwork Battalion. Um, is there something we should be concerned about? No. It's just a individual that I'd like to discuss something with. I understand he might have some information for me. Well, I certainly will listen out for that name. Bob. Easy to remember. Are most bounty hunters part of a particular guild, or do you know where we could find well, our guilds are a little more artisan, if that makes sense. Including the thieves? To a degree. What about the Assassin's Guild? There's no Assassin's Guild in town. That is... Told you. Disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, John, would, so cool. would we know your brother's name? No, I don't think I he's told think at some point, but I don't mean, we've never probably... No, I don't even know if he's told Merck, to be honest. I don't think I've ever mentioned okay. it. Luke Khan's going to interrupt and say... Relop, why don't you ask him if they know your brother? What is his name, anyways? Have you encountered uh, any other woodland gnomes? In my day, a couple, but no one recently. Most woodland gnomes don't last long here. It's not very woodland. Maybe, no. his, maybe his name would ring a bell. It seems like woodland gnomes have very different names than Rontamon gnomes. They do. Have you heard of a gnome named Dimple? Not in recent memory. Well, if you could send a message to Renwell and let him know that we're looking for him. We're at the Rontam Inn, so we should be there for a few days. I'll do that. Thank you for visiting our city. Thank you, but prefer sooner rather than later. Yes, wizards are difficult to contact and even more difficult to bend to your will. They arrive precisely when they mean to. <laughs> Can't keep that. We're going to have to pay Tolkien estate. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't, if he doesn't know where Renwall is, I'm just going to 
Oh, he promises to send that word towards Renwilda, so. So, are people just going back to the inn? Do you want to explore it all? Lucan's just going to hang out with Relop, and he's letting Relop kind of decide on what he wants to do, and Lucan will just follow him. He's here to support him. Where else do you want to go? What else can we look into? Nothing really here to look into. Wonderful to talk to that thieves' guild and ask about your brother, uh, Dimble. Yes. Because apparently he has a job to do here. What, what does your... What? <laughs> what? what? We talked about this. He's dropping a letter off. He's delivering something. If you could look for... What's, what does your brother do for a living? He was just my little brother until the invasion, and we got kind of separated. And... The invasion? What invasion? <sighs> there was a uh, horde of Padrax that basically killed my entire family. What? Um... Hulk, if you can inquire about Dimble or Lob or, I'm guessing, a powerful necromancer. Oh, no, you got my attention. What necromancer? Um, what makes you assume, say that? A soon-to-be-dead necromancer. So well, okay. He, have, he has your brother? Yeah. I'll let you guys chat that up. I'm going to go try and find my route. Uh, so, yeah. let's, let's just circle back around. What makes you think it's a necromancer? Yeah. I'm not stupid about that. It's Hold, do you weird. need anybody to go with you? I can go with you. You need anything? Uh, I didn't want that to come along. I was more than welcome to, if they feel up to the task. Right. Stay here. Keep them safe. We'll go back to the inn. Uh, I guess I'll go with them. Yeah. We'll be, I'll be at okay. the inn. Alright. So we'll leave while he does his exposition. What makes you think that it's a necromancer? That's not something you just randomly say. So you, you probably saw him, I assume. I didn't see who has my brother, but I saw where my brother is. It's a lab. Hmm. Probably a hundred of them are out here, huh? Probably not like what he's talking about, though. Yeah. Like some so, sort of dark sciences or magic or something going on in that lab. Yeah, there's an elf. Well, I think it's still an elf. It hasn't become a corpse yet, but he's alive, but not living. I don't know. It... Is, uh, like an elf's with him? Yeah, there is an elf and a dragonkin. The elf has no chest right now. Mark, you're immediately reminded of the woman splayed open back near Wood's End when you were fleeing. His heart beating. He seems to be alive. Dimble seems to be in a much better state, but... I hope Renwell shows up soon. Yeah, I'd like to get this uh, sorted out. <laughs> Remy's like, Horrified. <laughs> oh crap, he's still here. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was like shaking. <laughs> what now? Well, you're just kidding, Remy. See you later. <laughs> anyway, we're good, buddy. Take off. <laughs> Give yourself a great day. Yeah. Shut the tire. Get him out of here. <laughs> Once I find uh, who's got my brother, he won't be long for this world. Yeah. So, Hulk, roll your survival. Oh boy. Got a six. So, you think you know where you're headed. And. You, this is definitely the case. You're, you're going to make it there, and then you end up back in the Outfitter, which is the general store. All kinds of, like, specialized travel gear and things like that. So now you can sort of turn around and talk to each other about where you want to go. Is there anything you want to do while you're in the Outfitter? Any gear that you need? Do they do any sort of map system for this town? Can they? <laughs> <laughs> is there a compass or something that can get us places? Uh, well, what are they selling here? Just general goods, or uh, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's mostly general goods. Let me, let me. She is looking to replenish those diamonds she sold to the church, but I'm not assuming that's going to be here. 
So the Outfitters General Store specializes in, in travel gear, and this old gnome who introduces himself as Quaylen Ramrod. <laughs> um, Team Ramrod. Stock supplies, you know, largely for those gnomes that are ready to leave Ronsman and see the world, i.e. exiled in many cases. Mm-hmm. So he's got, you know, adventuring gear, anything that you would find kind of on the list there. But he also, you know, if you're kind of looking for specialty items, he kind of recognizes that you might have a little gold on you. And so he points out that he does have some potions of healing. So if you're interested in that, he okay. also has some potions of climbing. It starts to get a little expensive, but he has an oil of etherealness. Okay. And he also has a traveler's bag, if you're interested. He sees that you have something similar hanging off of you hold. Oh, like a bag of holding type thing? Uh, yes. Okay. Lightweight bag, stitched with uh, interweaving vines and leaves. And, yeah, it's basically a bag much like the one Holg has, but it's not done with scales. He's Super. selling His asking price is 1300 gold. 1300 and for the healing potions, what kind of healing potions does he have and how many? Um, he just has the sort of basic healing. These are all the red kind yep. potion of healing. He's got three of them available. They're 50 each. He also has potions of climbing that are 30 each. And then he does a, a, he does actually have a potion of superior healing, but that thing is 4,500 gold. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, it's cool. nice to cool. look at. Well... <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Situation. I, I think I we're all right with potions overall because. Are we? Do we have like, enough? I, I got a pretty good stock. Merc never seems to take healing anyway. I do, but then I'm not going to be able to replace my diamonds for healing and resurrecting. Tell people. you what. We got this piece of paper. I could set up some quick and easy terms and I will lend you some money. <laughs> You're offering me some sort of contract, Ogriba? I mean, business, right? I'm kidding! All right. She kind of like starts to goes, okay. So how much was it again? 13 15? 13. 13? Mm-hmm. You want like 500? I can give you 500. No, I, I think I'll be able to make this work. Actually, I'll, no, I'll ask him to go down a little bit. Let's see, will he do 11? Okay, persuasion. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting it. Eight! <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen hundred, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so all of it, all my money, then. Uh, I'm sorry. Thir- Thirteen is pretty solid. It's a, it's mm. a valuable item. No, I, I had to try. Yeah, that, that's fine. I will do that. All right. So what does the bag look like? It is lightweight cloth bag. It's stitched with interweaving vines and leaves, which is incidentally kind of like your magic shield. shield. Yeah. <laughs> um, while it's on your person, it gives you a sense of confidence. And if you put anything stolen into it, you are struck with a flat guilt. Dodge that well, bullet. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I really should. You want to trade bags real quick? <laughs> no, mine looks so much cooler. Okay. <laughs> cool. Dope. Love it. Yes, I. Excellent. Thank you for the bag. Uh, could you by any chance direct us to the Thieves Guild Tower? Okay. He said, "Yeah, it's over there." Like, you know, they kind of at least at the very least they point somewhere. Yeah, and it gives you a direction. Yeah, ballpark direction. Most of these buildings have multiple exits, so Excellent. at least you know the right direction. Okay. I would gesture and be like, I'll let you leave this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'll make my way. Okay. Give me a roll survival. Yeah, roll survival. Whoever, oh, whoever boy. Good and yeah, I'm not going to let you advantage it. It's, it's, nope. a, it's a weird no, place. No, no, yeah. no. No, no. Yeah. Yay. How about a 24? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I rolled a two on one and then a 19 nice. on the other. 
So you are going to find it. Now you're going to walk. Th- Remember, there's a lot of like you mm-hmm. walk through a place. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, you walk through a place called the Arbalesters, which is largely a crossbow shop. See, it's another crossbow. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in that, you do walk through a crossbow shop. But but otherwise, the next stop okay. will be Thieves the Thieves Guild. See, it's right uh, here. It's not that difficult. Just make it look so easy. <laughs> Before we go in, what are we doing here? I had a individual approach me at Fire's Heart, mm-hmm. and I'll just pull out like the ball-wrapped thing. Just wanted me to drop this off to Edgar. It's just a little package. Kind of fist-sized. What is it? Don't know. Not my job to ask questions. What if it explodes when we hand it to someone? Then we got a heck of a story. And maybe a few less limbs? I mean, don't you have an ability to grow something back? <laughs> Alright, and what is my cut of this profit? Right. Don't worry, I'll write something up for you. <laughs> Start to go the door to door. Ah, should have came here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> you brought a babysitter, you idiot. <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> when you walk into this building, you see that it's, you know, it's a tower, right? And instead of stairs going up, most of the places you go into, there's these sort of circular stairs that run the tower on their way up. And in this case, there's no stairs, but there's a bunch of obvious handholds all over. Like, people must just climb the walls in the Thieves' Guild. Uh-huh. And there's no reception or anything like that. You walk in, and there's just a couple of people sitting in the corner with cloaks <laughs> and, like, hoods pulled up. They're sitting playing dice together. They're uh-huh. rolling dice and betting on some things. They've got a couple of silver pieces out in front of them. Which ones are trying to cheat? Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them says, what, uh, I'm sorry, do you have business here? Yes, I'm looking for Edgar Bodkin. Well, Edgar is certainly affiliated with our group here. Do you? What's your business? I have a package for him. Package like a... Yes, it's you from Fire. Fish, you get a, a brandish, a dagger, a sword. Are you going to bring something? I'm going to like hold it in my palm. From Fire's Just heart. that thing? Yes. Let me see. They kind of read it. Look with your eyes, not with your hands. You know, they're kind of like reading on it. All right, all right. It seems legit. It says Egger. Let's see if we can get him for you. You just stay right there. The other guy kind of stands up, puts his hands on his hips like he's like a tough, and he's, you know, he's half your size. And the other one climbs up the handholds. Look over like part of the edge, just looking at the guy with the try to act tough. It's a long way down. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Remember that. Right. Bigger they are. Gravity works the same for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side, almost behind you, right? Like you see him coming, but like a couple of people come down. There's actually three. One of them is the one that went up, and then another one sort of flanking this one, this guy who's obviously in charge, and he sort of pops down. He looks really crafty. A lot of the gnomes that you see, it's funny because they, they're just kind of silly, you know, and this guy's still a little bit silly, but he's got he's trying to put on the air of a criminal or something, right? Right. You got a package for me. Yeah, I'm going to, like, switch over to, like, Thieves Camp. Are you actually Egger or some proxy? Bodkin, through and through, and he sort of points at his, he's got a scabbard on his side, and there's a little etching of a dagger on the scabbard. Somehow he thinks that that means something to you, but he just kind of points at it and goes, Okay, well, the agreement is that I need the other half of my delivery fee. Who's that come from? The, the Runagates? Yeah. The dwarf himself? 
Uh, I was handed to me by a high orc and some gnome or a halfling. Hmm. You can't tell the difference between a gnome and a halfling? Uh, once you get below a certain level. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's like how the ground looks the same from the trees. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys seems really rustled by that, but like the, you know, uh, the, the this egger seems to keep his cool. <laughs> Zane's kind of like slowly reaching for a sword, just looking at people's expressions. She has no idea what's being said. Right, right, she's right. Like, they're looking upset. She's like, um, okay. Well, it's funny too, is you know, a lot of these kids, like, they're just doing weird gestures, yep. half yep. of it, right? Yep. You're like, what? The? I remember she's doing like, I like try to do like a common gesture. It's like, ah, I'm just joking with you. But, I mean, the, the high orc was definitely the higher ranking person that talked to me. You know, he's got this kind of long sleeve, and he sort of puts his hand over the other one, and like, whoosh, sort of pulls his hand up, and there's this stack of gold. Sort of came out of nowhere, almost. Like this, you know, sleight of hand trick or something. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he's got this gold in his hand, and he says, was it 80 that you were promised? Yes. Yes. And he's like, dang it, I should have made you say it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> sort of like, <laughs> and he hands it over. All right, I had it, uh, pull out like a separate sack, put it in the sack, toss the sack to Zan. Catch it. <laughs> like, kind of surprised, like, oh, okay. <laughs> Hold <laughs> so on to that for you. Holding. Fumble it and like, <laughs> oh, 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 get off the floor. <laughs> oh, no. And, yeah, hand right. over his package. Puts it in his cloak. Right. One other thing. Couple questions. We're here on some other business for our group. Have you heard of a gnome called Dimble? Or a bounty hunter named Lob? Throw your persuasion. Oh boy. Should disadvantage after your halfling remark. I know. Well, it doesn't matter because they're not going to like me anyway. After modifier, it's a one. Oh. <laughs> Is it down to one? <laughs> yeah, I rolled the two and a minus one, so. No. Alright. Thank you for your delivery. Appreciate it. Did you ask that in common or in Thieves Camp? Uh, Thieves Camp. Okay. So. Have a good day. Okay. Apparently, also, there's a necromancer in your town, too, so. <laughs> Just say it out. Did you hear that part? Keep an eye out. Yeah, specifically. He, he specifically told that, me that. He left after it. the necromancer thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so you leave after dropping that bomb on him? Yeah. All right. Well, that could have went better. <laughs> what What were you saying? Uh, it was just a contract negotiation. Go ahead and keep that goal. That was not important to me anyway. <laughs> was it 80? Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you? What, what was going on? They looked upset. You know, apparently when you tell them that they look like halflings and you can't really tell the difference, they don't like, think that's very funny. Why would you do that? <laughs> We're trying to ingratiate ourselves I thought it was funny! <laughs> <laughs> All for the sake of humor, I suppose. Yeah, I know, I know. And did you ask them about Relop's brother? I did. Uh, they said they didn't know anything about it. Do you believe them? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what we do about that, but... I don't know. I learned today, though, that racism's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Valuable lesson? <laughs> today? <laughs> Just now? How old are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Go ahead and roll your whoever's leading. Roll your survival again, and we'll get try to see. Yeah, go ahead and give me another fantastic lesson in navigating this town. Fifteen. 
All right, so you go through the arbalestras again, and the outfitter again, in fact. Kind of point at the bag, give him a thumbs up, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and you make your way back to the... All right. Yeah, ain't gold in this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you get back to the inn... You find that, because you guys didn't move, right? You're still there. Correct. And everybody's kind of sitting a little bit somber. And a Saradin, or Bakaran or whatever, an elfman walks into this place. Right about the time that this group, so the whole group kind of walks in, just as you're sort of talking about what you found, or what you didn't find, or whatever. A bard starts setting up. Hmm. And he's Saradin. Or guy. some form of that, right? Whatever, there's different you know titles mm-hmm. for it. but And... Takes him a little while as he kind of sits and tunes his instrument and all that. And a few other people start coming in, different gnomes from the town. And apparently they're here for the performance. Pulls out a cornet, like a, is that how you say it? Cornet? Cornet. Like a, like a little trumpet? Yeah. Sort of? The oh. cornet, I think. Cornet. And he does a few things with that as he gets started. Kind of warms up with that. But then he stops that and he starts singing. And everybody sort of is a little bit shocked when he sa- when he starts in and he says, Come here, a tale of night's day. Ouch. And here comes this song, right? Mm-hmm. And you start to hear the song. You hadn't heard it for a while. This is not something that was in Firestart. The whole time you are in Firestart, you never heard this thing. I didn't miss this. And then when it gets to a couple of spots, so there's this, there's this stanza that says that you've heard before. Chasms lay before the few, strong mercenary ripped a pew. One arm slung out a bridge for light's champions. They prayed for the coming dawn. Hog led the charge with two swords drawn. The shadows scattered far from light's champions. Sir Relop the woodland gnome performed a song fresh from his home. Strengthen the hearts and minds of Light's champions. Knock appeared behind the fiend. Light was doused. What could it mean? And then it goes back into the same stuff. Okay. So, Lucan says, well, that sounds better. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Yeah. How about that? Zan's just kind of eyeing Relop a little bit about, is th- this has to be him, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is him. He said you would know. Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, buy a drink and wait for the break in the set. To... Okay. And he does some more horn. Like, horns seem to be his main thing. He plays a couple different things. And yeah, he gets done and he goes over to the bar and they give him a glass of something. Saddle up next to him. A friend of mine uh, wanted to get you this drink. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who's that friend? His name's Quinn. Hmm. Said uh, he might be playing in these parts. Well, it's kind of short notice. But I made it. I interest you in a trade. You might. Got this fancy orb that tripped across in my travels. I think you might be interested in that. You're looking for something in trade for that, correct? Yeah. Maybe a little assistance. Some information. What do you know about these Lucite bishops? About Lucite bishops? Well, I'm an Athoria. I know all kinds of things. Quite a few, uh bishops that I've heard about recently and it strikes me that none of them seem to be up to anything good. Isn't that always the case? That's true. Heard of this Asher? The Wolnir? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard of the Asher Wolnir. Wasn't sure if you knew of all the evils that plagued this land. 
What do you have for this orb? He basically pulls out of his, he's got kind of a doublet on, and he reaches into sort of in between the where it's tied in the front. He pulls out a cloth, it's kind of wrapped in a roll, and he opens up, and you can see that there is a, looks to be a wand of some sort, a little bit um, crooked. It's got a piece of metal on each end of it, keeping the wood from splitting on both sides, and reddish brown in color overall. And then along the bands, there's some sort of writing, but you can't make it out from where he's got it. But he says this is the trade that he's offering. I think it'll serve you. Still got about ten minutes left on your break, don't you? More like two. Well, you're going to need to make it ten and pull out a pearl. Cast Identify on it. Oh, he said he would make it worth your while. (sighs) (laughs) He was telling me it was a staff of power. I think he likes it. He slides the wand over and hands the orb back to him. It's funny because this is a, such a strange place that nobody really cares that this giant ball of light is being handed. <laughs> like, nobody really pays that much attention as he passes this over. So that Except they, for four people. Yeah. <laughs> four really, people very interested. This is a change. You need to inform Quinn that we're going to be discussing events that are going to transpire in Wood's End. We've got all the information that we need. Impress upon him that the wizard that you sing of, well, the bard, you can leave the bard in the song, but we plan on taking care of this uh, issue with Nog. Since for what it's worth, I didn't write the song. Yeah. Yeah, I know who did. He's probably upset about the editorial changes. Slide the wand back into my pocket and head over to the group. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number 4, on the floor.com for more great gaming content. That story that you two walked out on because you were bored. <laughs> that was it. it was sad, and I don't want to listen to sad stories right now. And Zan's going to follow up with you later. She'll get the information eventually. I really wish she would open up. Oh, I don't like it. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Zan was like in rapt apparition. She's like, I'm going to go. He's like, all right, I'm going to go with them. Just tell me everything later. Ran off with him. I have this weird scene in my head of like these two guys coming to like a godfather type character sitting in this like chair saying like, I'll carry a package if you watch my daughter's dance recital. <laughs> and they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then oh, they do right, it and enjoy themselves. <laughs> it's just this weird version of that that's throwing me off. <laughs> oh, look, your kid's in dance now, too. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the request to stay through this act with him, the reaction on Mark's face was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Uh, Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Why not?